0: Hi, I'm Lisa. Welcome to my podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Feel free to send me a voice message or visit my website at mrsdblogger.co.uk. Hello, I'm here today with uh, Julie Pawson, who is uh, a friend of mine who happens to be a very successful um, lady in uh, business she is in the aesthetics industry and her business is growing uh, daily and she's always coming up with new ways to uh, expand so she is an ideal candidate to talk to uh us on this podcast of women inspiring women so um, Julie, welcome and thank you for agreeing to have this chat with us today. Thank and, you. Um, yeah, let's just kick off quickly. Let's not mess about because we're both short on time, unfortunately. But um, how about telling us just uh, what, wh- how, how you've managed to get to where you are today? Because I think you've okay. had quite a varied career, haven't you? Have. Uh, yes. Yeah. So um, I was a nurse. I'm still a nurse. I was a
1: nurse on the ward for nearly 20 years chemotherapy nurse, um, and to be honest, I got quite burnt out, um, I saw a lot of horrible things, some nice things as well, because not everybody dies, um, but I saw some really horrible things, and uh, one patient in particular um, actually stole my heart, he was the same age as my boys, and oh. i would nursed him since he was 18, and at 23 he died of non Hodgkin's lymphoma, and my head dropped off. And I decided that I didn't want to be a nurse anymore. And uh, I was going to jack the job and go and work at Sainsbury's or something. Anyway, a friend of mine um, was doing aesthetics in Wales. And she said to me, look, I think you'd be really good at this. It's completely different to what you do now. Yeah. And why don't you give it a go? So I bit the bullet. Uh, back then, very few people did aesthetics. What year was uh, this? Oh, my goodness, 2007. Yeah. Um, and Very few people did aesthetics. And so there was probably about four in the whole Lancashire, if that. Um, so I decided if I were going to do it, I'd do it properly. And yeah. I went down to Harley Street and got trained up in aesthetics. Um, it's very much like riding a bike. You don't learn to do aesthetics or any kind of nursing until you actually qualify. And that's when the learning starts. Yeah since then i could have probably bought a small terrace size with what i've spent on training <laughs> absolutely um but it's the best thing i've ever done i miss i miss oncology and hematology i miss it with a passion uh, but i needed a change i've done it too long really yeah um and yeah i love my job i've got the best job in the world
0: what do you love about it
1: i love uh, i love the the people that i meet I love um, changing people's lives in a different way. So although I'm still a nurse and that will never change, I'm making people feel better about the self. But it's not only about um, about people getting rid of the wrinkles and things like that. What, I get people through the door with cleft palates that have never had lips and suddenly... I'll put a bit of lip filler in just a little bit to give them a bit of a lip and it's yeah. completely life-changing for them. Absolutely. Or um change the shape of somebody's nose with um, a non-surgical rhinoplaster. I've had girls cry when they've seen the noses afterwards because they've never, they've never liked the nose and suddenly they've got a cute little nose. Yeah. Um so it's not just what everybody thinks about you know uh, vanity
0: it's not all
1: about that no it's I
0: mean it it can build self esteem confidence and really change lives can't it
1: massively yeah and when you do something like that and if somebody's kind of like suffering with excess sweating you know I've got I've got hairdressers that come to me and in the summer they're having to change the tops three four times because they're sweating so profusely yeah they have some toxin in the underarm area they don't sweat for nine months it's completely life changing for them yeah And, you know, it's embarrassing for, well, a man as well, but especially a woman, to be wet through all the time. So it's not all
0: about vanity. And that's really good to hear, actually, because you do just automatically think, well, it's just, uh, it's either the youngsters getting their lips filled or... Absolutely. uh, The older women getting the Botox done, but you hear that it's so much more than that. And it is going a little bit ridiculous, is the industry, you know. So it's quite
1: nice, really, but we have... um, we have quite strong ethics here and morals and we won't treat anybody that doesn't need treating yeah. and we certainly won't treat anybody under the age of, uh, you know, well, a certain age we have different limits for different treatments um, because we just don't agree with that. It's all about, we, we, we're predominantly skin really um, yeah. and the health of the skin and, and the, the person's well being as a whole really would take all that into consideration educational as well, isn't yeah. it, for
0: people? Yeah, we're constantly educating. And uh, didn't you yeah. recently set up a training school? Uh, oh, yes, school? yes. So we have a training co- a school
1: called the Aesthetic Training Company. Um, and myself, I'm, I'm the lead trainer. Um, we only train medics, so we train doctors, nurses and dentists in foundation um, aesthetics and then go on to the more advanced things. Um, and it's accredited by myself, so that's taken a lot of of sorting out, really, because you will not believe the... You, All the, the red tape. Yeah, and... my goodness. I didn't realise until I got into the training yeah. because, obviously, they were accredited by me, so I'm solely responsible. Absolutely. So it's got it's to be a huge on. responsibility, yeah. isn't it? Especially when you're training doctors and yeah. you know nurses. It, it, you've got to be expected to do, do it at a certain level. Yeah. Um, and I... Like I've already said, I won't treat certain people, so I'm trying to pass that message on to, uh, to who I'm training as well so that I'm training them ethically as well.
0: Is there any, uh, do you foresee any changes in terms of the regulation of the industry? Cause, um, there needs to be. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a ticking time bomb, to be honest. Yeah. Um, they, it's so hard to govern
1: because, unfortunately, even if they put a ban on, um, on certain people doing it, they'll go underground yeah. um, as it stands at the moment um, there's nothing stopping anybody doing it which is which is incredible isn't it oh, Well, it kind of puts a mockery on all the training that uh, the, the likes of me have done yeah. and all the money and, and all the medical training prior to that when Joe Bloggs who cleans windows can just go on a Saturday morning on a two hour course and they're good to go injecting yeah. faces scary, they, they just don't know the anatomy of the face and
0: it's it's just a disaster waiting to happen it Really, is. Uh, but the problem is and I think you know I'm really happy to say that Julie has come on board with the CBD business as well and yeah. um it's the same thing there you can try and educate people yeah um that not everything is what it says on the tin absolutely um yeah. you know but unfortunately A lot of people look at the price tag and go off that rather than, you know, when it's something that affects your health, your beauty, your well-being.
1: It's incredible that people
0: take the risk. Yeah. But it happens. They
1: do. do. I mean, to be honest, we don't see very much of it because we are, we're not the cheapest, but we're not the cheapest for a reason. Because our standards are higher. we only use the best products um, they're paying for our experience as well, and you know our yeah. knowledge yeah um, and because God forbid should anything happen we've got all the um the facilities, the drugs to reverse everything, you know should there be a you know, a problem yeah um but the same goes for c b d you know we are, we're stocking and um and encouraging people to to purchase a CBD rather than getting it from like the garage because we know that it's of a, of a much better quality yeah. and they're just throwing the money away yeah. otherwise you know yeah um it it it, sorry, it it leads on to kind of things like the uh the skincare that we do because you know you can buy something over the counter at boots or Superdrug or wherever and it'll just sit on the epidermis of the face it won't do anything to the skin
0: mm-hmm.
1: but trying to educate somebody why would you pay 40 50 pound for a moisturizer when you can buy Nivea for three pound at boots? Mm-hmm. You're constantly educating,
0: yeah, constantly, yeah, you know.
1: Um, Absolutely. So, yeah,
0: now as a woman in business, um, yeah. I guess that you've always been in a fairly female dominated um, industry. There's a lot of doctors do it, there yeah. is a lot of
1: doctors. As far as, um, obviously, nurses go, the majority of nurses um, in this industry, but the, there's a lot of doctors and consultants doing it. Yeah. Um, but but most of the conferences that I go to are predominantly female, I yeah. have to say, you know.
0: So. How have you found, though, from, you know, starting as a young woman, as a nurse, uh, going through your nurse training and, um, and then on to do what you're doing now, have you ever felt... Uh, Intimidated in business? Has it? Has it been? It's hard because because going from a
1: nurse, nurses, we we don't get paid for what we do. You do, you get a salary, but you don't go up to a patient and say, "Thank you very much." That'll be a hundred pound. So it doesn't come natural to ask for money. So that's a big barrier going into aesthetics, mm-hmm. asking for money in the first place, yeah. um, because it's a caring profession, um. I've learned a lot over the years, and I've had a lot of uh, of heartache over the years, um. Both on a, well, mainly on a business point, a point of view. Really, people that just unfortunately aren't as honest as you, um, and you have to have your wits about you, mm-hmm. and it's made me stronger over the years. You yeah. know, I've, I've been doing this for nearly thirteen years now, and I've learned a lot. Yeah. Um, but like I say, nobody teaches you how to run a business. Yeah. You just have to make those mistakes yourself yeah, <laughs> and learn <exactly>. from them, <laughs> and
0: hopefully learn from them. Yeah, um, and that yeah. is the key, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what advice then would you give to a young woman heading out on the path that you you with the same aspirations as as you've achieved? Um,
1: in aesthetics or in business, in business in general, in business I guess in general. Um, um, always have your wits about you. Um, and. Take some good advice from somebody that's been in business for a long time and you know, find out the pitfalls of running your own business because believe me, it's not all flowers. Yeah. Um it's it's hard work and what I would say is you have really lean times and you have some really hard times, but those times pass and then you have some good times as well. So um if the horrible times come and there can be some really horrible times and sometimes really really horrible times you've just got to brush yourself off and start and keep going just keep going no matter what yeah and because the good times around the corner
0: yeah well they do say don't they this won't last so yeah you've got to try and keep focused on that so how do you achieve a work-life balance because obviously you work very hard it's all (laughs) all consuming this business that's growing so rapidly as well i make sure i get my holidays in yeah. Um, I plan my holidays that's how I
1: relax yeah. Um, and spend time with my family you've got to have a shut off so I switch my phone off in the evening Yeah. Um, I I get to a certain time and then the phone goes off you've got to
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the early days I was answering my phone at midnight and it, it, yeah. just, it just gets crazy yeah. if you don't get your proper sleep and your proper rest then you end up um, making yourself poorless. So you've got to have parameters really. Mm. and you've got to be really strict with yourself. Um that said, when you're a brand new business setting up, it's very difficult to do that. Yeah. You know, because it comes later that phone on, it? Yeah, it does. Because that next phone call might make the difference of whether you manage to pay your mortgage or not. Yeah. You
0: know?
1: Yeah. So but you've you've got to try. You've got to try because otherwise you end up being really ill. I try and get away at least every three to four months. Even if it's just a short city break. Yeah. Just to completely shut off, you
0: know. Yeah, absolutely. So where's JP, JPA going now? Where? There's it's some exciting new ooh, news, isn't there? It's really
1: exciting, actually. Um, So we were approached about nine weeks ago from a company called Beals. um, Beals are a department store very similar to House of Fraser. Yeah. They approached us, which is, really that it's it's a massive compliment actually because huge yeah massively you know the fact that somebody has obviously researched and thought that right, we need them in in our department store um, so after a few negotiations, um, we're actually going into Beals um, in Kendal on the 1st of September. So it's really, really exciting. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so we're taking on some more nurses and uh, there's a doctor coming up with us just on a part-time basis. Fantastic. And yeah it's it's all really exciting it's quite stressful again um but exciting so but I think you thrive off that don't I you? do I do I get that impression yeah so now um I have to pinch myself sometimes to realize how far we have actually come because this is the flagship um clinic we've got eight satellite clinics that we run weekly and this will be the second of the 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 main clinics so and of course the training school
0: amazing so yeah it's all exciting in 13 years yeah yeah it's exciting and you know yeah i think what you do is you grab the opportunities by the balls and you've got to go for
1: it yeah Yeah. i mean uh, don't get me wrong i'm not putting myself up there with some of the best business people but why not you don't get anywhere in business if you don't take risks do you absolutely you know um and I am a risk taker, I haven't always taken the right risks, so, you know, sometimes I've been wrong, but... That's you how of, you've learned. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and you kind of hope that by taking a calculated risk mm-hmm. that, that something's got to happen, and something good,
0: and uh, yeah, it's all good, it's all good with JPA. So the, the Beals situation, what, what would be the best case scenario out of that? Well, the best case scenario, um, is that we go into
1: Kendall on the first of September and if it's a success, should I say when it's a success, when? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we're having talks about rolling it out in all twenty two other stores. <gasps> wow. <Well, laughs> I know that's that mind <laughs>
0: it it's scary if you let it be, but yeah. actually it's bloody exciting yeah
1: yeah yeah um, no it's, it's amazing if it's, you
0: get if you get the business case right in kendall
1: yeah well all we need to do is to replicate the um you know the the business plan that we've got yeah. in midchester because it's obviously
0: working into and then replicate that in each store so i don't know about you but in business i've always found the hardest part is people Oh Massive so You've got to have a good you need team, the right people. <laughs> and it's extremely difficult to find the right staff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Especially is, when you you're wanting to expand and grow quite rapidly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, that's a huge challenge. And I you've hope.
1: got to trust them, you know. Um. And you just hope that you've made the right decision. But I've got a good team behind me now, and. Um, ideally placed to find the good injectors with the training school you see as well. Absolutely. So, um, any any good injectors I see coming through, I'm um, having a little quiet word in the ear. (laughs) See if they're interested in an opportunity.
0: It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really excited for you because of course I'm I'm coming along with you on the CBD train. I've got the hemp train coming through this (laughs) fantastic business. So it's um, it's brilliant. It's so exciting. It
1: is, yeah. Um
0: so excited yes fantastic so just a couple of personal not too personal obviously but yeah uh, you know non-business related yeah yeah um let's let's have a couple of uh questions along the an easier front yeah Uh, what person in your life made you believe in love Oh I'm my assuming goodness. you do believe in love. Oh
1: my goodness, that's got to be my dad. It's Aww. got to be my dad. Yeah. <laughs> because I might be uh, successful in business, but I'm, I'm not very oh. successful in
0: love. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be my dad. We'll, we'll do that one in another podcast. And project. my children.
1: And my children. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So when, when you're in crisis, do yeah. you act calmly or do you freak out? It depends. I work best under pressure. Yeah, I
1: work really well under pressure. Um, if I don't address things, then that pressure then becomes crisis and it's a little a bit, bit more difficult to deal with.: um, Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I do all right, I think. I do OK. Yeah,
0: yeah. Last one, because I know we're in a rush. Yeah. What are you afraid of? <sighs> failure?
1: I don't do failure. And that's so why I'm here. To be afraid, but yeah. Well, that's why I'm here today it. because I don't do failure, and I've had a few hurdles in my way where whereby a lot of people would have given up. Yeah. And I didn't. Yeah. So, uh, so
0: yeah, I don't do failure, and that's not on the cards at all. Thank you, Julie. Oh, you're welcome. I knew thank you, that for you would me. be truly inspiring. Thank and, you. Um, we've we've made it a, a quite a quick one, but there's time in the future. Yeah, i have uh, like got stuff like going on, again and... and we'll uh, dig a bit deeper into JPA yeah, or ju- just Julie herself. Yeah. And um, thank you. I think you're truly inspirational. It's, uh, I'm I'm glad to have you in my life. Thank you very much. That's All right.
1: Life. Thank you.
0: Thank you.